Why spend hours searching dealerships, comparing makes and models? Find the best of BC's inventory in one place, todaysdrive.com. You'll have access to inventory across BC, where you can easily find a vehicle that fits your needs and gets you where you need to go in comfort. Get in the driver's seat. Don't miss out on the many options we have available for you. Powered by Black Press Media, todaysdrive.com connects you with exclusive new and used car deals. Welcome to PQ Beat, a podcast of the Parksville Qualicum Beach News, the newspaper of record both online and in print for Parksville Qualicum Beach and the surrounding communities. Hi everyone, welcome to PQ Beat. I'm Philip Wolf, editor of the PQB News and Vancouver Island Daily. 2021 has been an interesting year in Qualicum Beach and in what has now become a holiday tradition to talk about the year that was and to look ahead to 2022, we welcome back the mayor of Qualicum Beach. Thanks for joining us, Brian Weiss. Well, thank you very much, Philip. It's great to be here as usual. Jump right in. Are you any closer to making a decision regarding whether you'll run again next fall? Depends which day you ask me, Phil, or my wife, actually. So at this point in time, I'm leaning towards running again. We've got so many great things done, but not really finished. I promised to have something out early in the new year, and I'll fulfill that promise. I think I'll probably decide you know, late January sometime, officially. Could you sum up your thoughts on how 2021 unfolded, both for council and the town itself? I would say typical Qualicum Beach, uh, some great days and some not so good. All in all, it was a good year. The by-election, COVID, people sick and tired of being lonely, uh, missing their families, made it a tough year. Tempers, frustrations were high. Ability to cope low, all those combined makes a bad combination. Meetings have been good, well above average. Hits on YouTube. Great to hear such positive feedback and how everyone seems to be getting along and making good decisions. That's really good. The loss of our CEO, Daniel Seon, was paramount. Not only a great guy, but exceptionally sharp, well-connected with various levels of government. He'll be hard to replace for sure. His new role with the Port Alberni Clayquit region will be a step up for him in his career. And of course, I wish him the very best in his new role there. Deputy CEO Heather Svensson, thankfully, has agreed to take on the acting role as interim CEO. I would assume we're into May before we can fill that position. Extremely difficult decisions came late in the year, which was really unfortunate. Good news is council and staff came together to make those decisions. Staff providing, as always, all the pertinent and factual information and the council deliberating and debating on that information. Decisions aren't always popular and you never hear via social media the facts relating to whatever decisions we do make. So we own that. I'm going to be bringing something to council in the new year. We need to get better at being proactive with information instead of reactive. What are your thoughts on potentially expanding council from five politicians to seven, something that's been bandied about a few times in the past? Yeah, yeah, it is coming back again. I understand that. Some members of council are looking to pass a bylaw stating that. It's been a question on the ballot twice in Koalika Beach. I think the first time in 2008, I believe, uh, upwards of 75% of the voters were not in favor of adding new council positions. And it came back again in 2014. Again, 70% said no. So whether that has changed the last few years, I don't know. I don't want to make up my mind until we hear more from the community of what they think. Uh, Let's throw it on the ballot again in October is what I would like to see. I won't endorse passing a bylaw going to seven unless we put it on the ballot in the form of a referendum the next election. Can you talk a little bit about some of the town's major projects, naked naturals, affordable housing, things along those lines? 
The last few years have brought uh, many planned and unplanned changes to the town. Memorial Avenue Pathway and Roundabout have been in the works for more than a decade. Uh, some major development projects have been stalled out for years and restarted the, in the last few years. Example being uh, Pheasant Glen, of course, went through council this year. Crystal Terrace, which is uh, now Laskiti View Place on the highway there. I haven't seen anything as of late, but they're still there. we got a couple of big developments on Beach and First, uh, both corners, kitty corner to each other. They're good developments for the town. Naked Naturals, the town purchased the bus garage site, I believe, in 2012 for the purpose of a strategic development. We're finally at the point of seeing something exciting taking place there. Biggest unknown was COVID-19 and a massive change caused by that. Example, the huge influx of people wanting to move to the island, combined with a flurry of renovation and new construction, not to mention all the supply chain disruptions, which we all felt in the last year for sure. The result in construction costs and housing prices have been painful squeeze on many families and workers in our area. Affordable housing has been a problem for years, but now, in my view, it's off the charts. Fortunately, we have one of our major affordable housing developments in the works, uh, led by the Qualcomm Parksville Kiwanis Affordable Housing Society. That will help slightly over 50 families that would otherwise struggle with housing. I wish I could say that would be enough, but really... It's a drop in the bucket when you look at how many people are now shut out of the housing market. The town has also moved forward with some more recent initiatives as well, such as the East Village. We now have a new brewery operating, Fern and Cedar Brewery, Future Butcher and a distillery located next door, and more exciting housing and commercial development in the, in the queue. I cut the ribbon at the brew pump. It far surpassed all my expectations. Why spend hours searching dealerships, comparing makes and models? Find the best of BC's inventory in one place, todaysdrive.com. You'll have access to inventory across BC, where you can easily find a vehicle that fits your needs and gets you where you need to go in comfort. Get in the driver's seat. Don't miss out on the many options we have available for you. Powered by Black Press Media, todaysdrive.com connects you with exclusive new and used car deals. What are your thoughts on the town potentially purchasing Eagle Crest Golf Course? Philip, that one's a non-starter for me. There was a discussion between some council members and the public throwing the idea around, which of course started the rumor mill churning. And it was brought up in council meeting where I hoped we could put that rumor to rest. Ultimately, we didn't make any concrete decisions about purchasing the golf course as we didn't want to hamper any future council decisions if a possible opportunity came up. But it's not in the books for this term, and I don't see it as a possibility at this point in time. Recently, there's been some controversy surrounding the pending cancellation of a lease for Oceanside Air at the Qualicum Beach Airport. Can you update us on where that stands and your own thoughts on the issue? Started off with a complaint we got from the airport about people not wearing masks and drinking. And uh, staff did a quick investigation and asked Oceanside what happened and you know, let her back to the town that, they had a, a little birthday party for a pilot and you know birthday cake and a, and a beer and in their office and you know that was the end of that. And if that was the case, like <laughs> no one's against having a beer and a birthday cake in your office. Staff, rightfully so, and being diligent, just took a look at CCTV that we have there, and it turned out to be a bit more than that. Brought that to council to make it some form of decision, and which we did. We said let's get them in to council and discuss what happened. You know, this all took place over a three-week period, so it wasn't something that happened spur of the moment, let's just do this thing. It took over three weeks to make this decision. You know, with the CCTV, it was quite apparent, actually, that it was a bit more than that. 
they were in the lobby and they were out front and they were in the parking lot, I mean, and they were at one point on the restricted area, which is a no-no. And at that point in time, we had to make a tough decision. And currently, the biggest thing, the conversation did come up, and everyone needs to know this, is their current lease does not have any language in it or uh, probation or fines or things of that nature. So that, that wasn't an option in their lease. So we, we did, it made the difficult decision to cancel their lease. I think in the, right now it's in the hands of different levels of government. Wait and see what happens there. If that goes good, then we could possibly entertain you know, a new lease with Oceanside. But there's going to be some hard conversations that they have to have with council. Do you expect a return to in-person meetings anytime soon? I think we were getting close. Right now we have a sort of the hybrid model going on. The public can attend the meetings in the council chamber. The council and staff are participating via Zoom. So it's not the usual meeting experience. It's not the perfect solution. And we miss seeing our residents in person. There's a lot of nuance, emotion, body language that they, of course, don't see through the screen. I feel it has a read of a lot of, lack of a better term, possibly distrust and a perception that council's not listening. We're still here. We're listening and we're making decisions as best we can during a global pandemic. I fear the public health orders and prudence will continue to keep us apart for the time being, unfortunately. I don't see us moving back into chambers, guessing summer at best, but you know, I'm not sure what's going to happen. Do you miss the one-on-one contact with the residents? I do. That's what I do. That's my strong point, where I can get out and do things, and it's been really, really hard. Like all the special events that we do, like the levees coming up, that was coming up at the Legion, and it's a big deal for the town, and it's well attended for everyone, and you get a chance to mingle. The Robbie Burns function, which is coming up, which just got cancelled as well. Another big event for the town. The One Act Plays is coming to town. I'm not sure if they're going to go ahead or not. Like all those different things, like the UBCM and AVICC, the different conferences that the council got to go to and to meet and greet with ministers and staff and different uh, members of councils from different jurisdictions. You know, that's where you learn your big things. Not so much the conference itself and the presentations for me, but more the one-on-one with other mayors and councillors that give you the opportunity to tell the good stories and what worked for them and what didn't work and don't do this and way better to do it this way. We've missed all that this term. It's really tough on council and and staff that we don't get those one-on-one opportunities to learn and to speak and mingle with other members of the public and or councils. Get fast access to breaking news by signing up now to Black Press Media's free newsletters and stay informed with all the latest news delivered directly to your inbox. You'll have access on any device so you never have to miss out again on the information you need to know. With plans for Parksville's new aquatic and rec center complex seemingly slowing a little, does that change Qualicum Beach's course of action when it comes to a potential Ravensong expansion? Of course, big debate at the RDN at this point in time. The Ravensong expansion is still in the books, and I'll be pushing to move something as early as next year. I think the RDN has proposed a 2023 start date for the renovation phase one, which would be the locker rooms, etc., I'm getting keen to move on it maybe next year and see what happens at the RDN. By the time we get that done, we should have a pretty clear direction if Parksville is moving forward with their proposed rec center. If they are moving on a pool at that location, chances are we won't need the extra tanks you know, for foreseeable future in, in Qualicum Beach. 
But if they don't get moving on that rec center, then let's put the additional tank in 2023-2024 at the latest. What do you see as the biggest issues for the town heading into 2022? Hiring a new CEO, first and foremost. When Daniel left, he left a big hole. Daniel was the chief administrative officer, so he leads all staff. Uh, The mayor is the chief executive officer, which Daniel reports to, along with council. He was the one when he was here that is the leader of all staff. Daniel was very well connected in various levels of government. Any other issues that are near and dear to your heart? COVID, unfortunately, making yet another comeback with a different variant with the vaccines, the first dose, second dose, and the third dose, the booster shot. We might uh, get it near the end of this thing. Unfortunately not. We're coming into an election year in 2022. A lot of politicians call that silly season. A lot of promises get made and spend money we don't have, and I'm seeing that already. Notice the motions in council, and I just got to uh, bring everyone back to the budget and the strategic plan and staying focused for the remainder of this term. Uh, see what we can do as a town to recognize climate change. I think we've done a good job on it. We don't talk about it a lot, but we've done a good job with climate change. But I think people are looking for a bit more. So we have the climate change adaptation plan that we're going to be looking at in the 2022. And it's been nice to have a year without any major issues for the last year of the term. We've had our fair share. Do you ever make New Year's resolutions? And if so, do you have any for 2022? I used to when I was young, but of course, I never kept them. I'm going to quit smoking or lose weight or whatever those are, and I never kept them. But this year, I will. As a matter of fact, I'm going to do two of them. First one is that the town comes together in a meaningful way. I'm still on that same soapbox. We can agree to disagree, be respectful, continue to do the very best for our community. And the second New Year's resolution is to put COVID back where it belongs. Uh, My lovely wife, Jan, hasn't seen her parents in Ontario in over two years. It's time. So that's probably number one. Excellent. Brian, thanks so much for joining us. Thank you, Philip. Always a pleasure. That's this edition of PQ Beat, produced by the Parksville Qualicum Beach News. Thank you for joining us. If you have suggestions for topics or guests, we would like to hear from you. You'll find our contact information on our website, pqbnews.com. Searching for a new home? Make todayshomebc.com your online home base. With easy-to-search listings and connections to local realtors, everything you need is under one roof. Powered by Black Press Media, you can search hundreds of local listings all in one place. Access the top real estate professionals to help you find the perfect home today at todayshomebc.com.